from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The anti slut shaming podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your best boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Where you been? Where you seatbelts? Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. Oh, that was cryptic. Um, I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christine Hutchinson. I don't know what was it was. I don't know what it I meant. It felt by that. like the universe told you to say that, and now I'm worried. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I get very worried about car stuff. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's well, why maybe- I still, that's why I forgot how to drive, f- forgot how to drive, <laughs> in quotes. Well, now that I no longer have a Mustang and I have a Volvo, shout out to Volvo, uh, I do drive totally different. I drive like I have kids in the car I'm taking to soccer practice. Yeah. I'm like way calmer. I don't get pissed off. Well, it's, I feel like it's not as fun to like recklessly drive a Volvo. That is exactly why I drive calmer. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, be like- it's so lame. Oh, look at that mom on Coke. Right. It does look like you have some kind of uh, over-the-counter pill problem or a no, prescription pill <laughs> yeah, problem. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. like a prescription pill problem, that which I, yeah. is like not... That's not cool. Ugh, it's, it is very lame. Yeah, yeah. Not to like murder my husband's mistress or something in that Volvo. But, you know, we're here and we're alive and you are too. And that's exciting because if you find yourself in New York City Friday, December 1st, that is the next installment of Guys We Fucked Live at the Midnight Theater. These shows are fucking fun and really wild. Good. You can be there in person. You could also purchase streaming tickets. It's on a Friday. It starts at 930 and you're going to be amazed. It's going to be one of the best nights of your fucking life. Also, beautiful theater. And uh, Tommy and a bunch of his friends came to see me last time. Didn't tell me that they were coming and didn't t- didn't tell me until they were back home. <laughs> I did see Tommy. That I... They were there, which I found to be so funny. But that, but literally, I, as I told Christina, I was like, I had a feeling Tommy was going to come to the show for some reason. And I was like, wow, you psychic. But it's also like I have a lot of I have a lot of meaningful and important intuition, but I also have a lot of useless intuition. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but do you ever get use a useless intuitive hit that's not true? I mean, your intuition's pretty... 
no. pretty good track record. No, no. I still can't tell when it's intuition when it's not. Like I'm, I know it's subtle and it's a whisper. And it's, those are those help me. But like sometimes my th- dumbass thoughts are also subtle. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like you have to filter it, but um, filter out the like obsessive compulsive. But those will be like ruminations. So for me, they're pretty actually easy to filter out because it'll be a constant thing. Like if I if like my mortal self is if it's something my mortal self is worried about, I know that's that's Corinne thinking it, not my intuition, not not like not my higher self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, yeah, sometimes it's just like, okay, I mean, like, it's lovely that Tommy came to the show, but that wasn't like, ooh. Yeah, Can you imagine if you- Change of careers. If you called like the California psychic hotline and they were like, your best friend's gonna come see your show. Wow, here's a thousand dollars. This was a terrible waste of a dollar 99 per minute. Yeah, (laughs) oh, dollar 99 per minute. That's a terrible waste of money. Yeah, it is, guys. Save save your coins. To see us live, if you're listening to this the week it comes out, which means you're a Luminary subscriber, which means we love you uh, more. Um, November 10th and 11th, I'm going to be headlining Zanies in Chicago um, with Chanel Ali featuring. She is a fantastic Mm. comic. She was like, I'm going to be in town. Can I feature? I like like, Chanel. Oh, she's so You just made it sound like an animal. No, I love Chanel too. Yeah, she's so talented. So that's going to be really fun. I love her stand up. And then the next day, Kevin and I are flying to Nashville, Tennessee to do a one nighter 7 p.m. Uh, at, at Zany's in Nashville. So come come and hang and see us. And uh, as always, uh, four times a month, I host uh, Zoom Sherapy. Uh, for my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. And wow, I had one today and it was really fucking good. The topics we discussed were, oh my God, um, aliens. This one girl lives on a, a, a property that her dad used to work for the government and there's all this crazy UAP info activity going on and I love that shit. Uh, we talked about boundary setting. This woman was in a thruple situation and she, her boundaries were getting a tested. A thruple situation ship? No, so she, her or like an actual thruple. Oh, okay. An actual thruple. Her, her like, partner. that's heavy. Yeah, but they've been together for 10 years before introducing a third. And and so I'm like, oh, wow. She like really did the work to make sure they oh, were yeah. solid. And I was like, good on you. I love hearing that. Um, and then just like when you have abandonment issues uh, and you feel abandoned because the girlfriend's with your husband and you're like, ah, so we just talked about that. It's some good stuff. And the audio from every Patreon uh, gets uploaded to the Patreon. So if you can't be there to participate, you can listen back to it. And uh, yeah, I'm really proud of the Patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. And then, of course, you guys can check out my weekly news with, a you know, the special Corinne Flair uh, without a country. Uh, been very interesting, obviously, the past few weeks because we've been really digging into Israel and Palestine, but I'm not, I'm not taking like the same approach that other, uh, news sources are, are taking, which is like pick a side and really run into it. And then just tell everyone why the other side is bad. Like I've been going back historically into, uh, you know, the, entire history of the Middle East and the conflict there and and figuring things out and explaining why, you know, Israel might be feeling this way and Palestine might be feeling this way. I like to I like to do the news like I'm a like I'm a, a couples counselor. Yeah, because I do find like me kind of looking at news stories from the same perspective that you would if you were looking at a relationship. But what I've learned from doing this show is you really can look at almost everything uh, in life uh, from the perspective of a romantic relationship. So it's been kind of interesting to do that. So you can subscribe on YouTube to Without a Country podcast or 
and or um, you can also follow me on Instagram without a country podcast. And of course, if you know, we're we're swiftly approaching 2024. So Washington, D.C., February 29th through March 2nd, I am headlining the D.C. Comedy Loft. That's going to be a really fun show. Haven't been to D.C. in a couple of years. I think the last time is when I was with you in D.C. and we were- What were we? What was, was it that? the book tour thing? Oh, one? or was wait. that the one where the girl scared us and we thought we were going to get Selena'd? I don't, not I, Gomez. I remember that we were eating from a fancy toast shop. We found a place where Whoa. they sold really expensive toast, and we got really uh, into it. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting a memory. Yeah, but. like they had avocado toast, but then they really leapt from there into some yeah, other had, like, dynamic bana- toast options, like Nutella with bananas <laughs> yeah, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it was wildly overpriced wow. but delicious. Nutella yeah. with bananas. Huh? Also, fun fact, <laughs> Shut up, Michael. Washington, D.C., home to the largest Wawa so far. There's so room far. To, there's room to open bigger ones yeah. in New York. Um, yeah, it feels like uh, in a city wouldn't be the biggest one just because of the per square foot yeah. cost. This Wawa has a dine-in area with like tables and chairs. It's huge. <laughs> it was the one right across from the hotel yes. we were staying at, right? Yes. I remember I, I was waiting outside it at a certain point with other people to get breakfast sandwiches. Yes. Because we were out late enough that I was like, I'm but just they gonna close. Wait. So they close from like 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. to yeah. like clean. And we were my, very furious. I, my hotel looked onto the Wawa and I was, I went to go in and I was like, what the fuck? I was so mad because yeah. I was really dead set on having this fucking turkey sausage on a, on a croissant. Yeah. And, uh, and then I went back up on my hotel and I just watched for an hour people, drunk, wasted ass people going up to the Wawa looked open and then go, what the fuck? And having a meltdown. Yeah, two to three sounds, seems like the wrong bracket. I would, I would choose three to four or four to five if I'm closing for an hour. Two to three is too early. Yeah, do four to five. Ain't nobody, if you're out that late, drunk, four to five, you could find a diner. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. But maybe it's a corporate plan because to, to, to save their workers, the nonsense of the, cause I think, mm, I think 2am is, is closing time or in, in DC. Cause it's usually closing time in any city. That's not New York is two. Yeah. yeah, yeah last yeah. call, whatever. Right. Um, and then maybe that's, on, but it seems like it's, I don't know. Like I haven't done, looked at the, at the breakdown. It seems like, yes, it would be aggravating, but you would still lose a lot of money by not being open in that time. Especially cause I mean, if you go to a Wawa drunk, I'm spending 10 a to $20 more than I would sober. Hell yeah. yeah. Because that what, what you know while we got all the snacks you could possibly dream of. Right. And a whole deli behind the screen of a computer at your service. Oh yeah. I mean, whoo. Yeah. Give me those, give me that gobbler. It's gobbler season, baby. <laughs> oh gosh. It is. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, But we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. 
Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters, and you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids – Their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather hand-woven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, Guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. So we are in our second, our second episode of Men, a celebration. celebration. And I have been watching. So my man hero this week, I'm I want to celebrate him. I want to have him on the podcast. I mean, if anybody listening knows him, I, I we have some contacts, but like I, I want to wrangle the forces. We'll do it over Zoom. It's Russell Brand. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's perfect and never did anything wrong. And he's a feminist hero. <laughs> Um, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Hmm. Holy shit. Oh, interesting. I did not know. Not expecting okay. that. I didn't expect it also either. Also like a Republican politician. So, so get this, dude. Well, yeah. He's get not this. the worst Republican politician. No, he's incredible. Yeah. He's actually an amazing human being. Okay. With a fantastic life story. And he treats his life and always has very ahead of his time, Arnold. There's a Netflix docuseries, uh, I think it's called Arnold, that I, I highly recommend. This guy full of surprises, okay? And has managed uh, to have a work-life balance, meaning like his, he said this in the doc, my personal life is good and healthy and my career is healthy. And you don't get a lot of people with both. This guy, I wish he could be president of the United States because I would fucking vote for him. Whoa. He, he got into bodybuilding when he was younger and he, his parents, there was issues with his parents, but he said his younger brother was really affected by it, uh-huh. really affected by their parents in a way that Arnold was just wasn't. Yeah. And he was like, similar. We had similar uh, qualities in my brother and I, but these qualities were uh, uh, positive in in my life mm. and the, the downfall of my brother's life. And he goes, it's all mental. It's all how you think about things and approach things. That's such a bodybuilder perspective. Well, so, uh, so what he started doing when he was bodybuilding Oh, I have this quote because I'm like, you motherfucker, Arnold. I fucking love you. Um, he 
Oh, so he always aimed to be, you know, the best in whatever he did. And Mm -hmm. he crushed bodybuilding and he gave bodybuilding a name by being a part of this documentary. All this stuff is in the docuseries. Um, But he said, uh, oh, yeah, I focus on my strengths and working out, but I also focus on how I can derail my opponent psychologically. So part of his, tra- but he's very open about it. And he's like, part of my strategy is, of course, I can control what I work on with me, but sure. also, is there a way that I can get under the skin of my opponents? And he's, there was this one thing where he was up against his childhood hero with the weightlifting. Oh. And he said, he said to him, or I think he might've said to camera with him standing right there, like in this match, I'm your father and you're my son. Like he just said that and like it totally derailed the dude and he won. Interesting. And then he crushed it in bodybuilding and he's like, all right, what's next? And he was like, I think I would like to become an actor and see how I can get successful in that. Hmm. He fucking became a real estate mogul before he made millions in acting. He just like started buying apartment buildings in Los Angeles. That's a little Trumpy though, but yeah. I mean, but like, and then, and then he met. Maria, which I did not know was a Kennedy. Uh-huh. She a fucking yeah. ke- I didn't know yeah. that. Maria I just Schreiber. thought she's like some lovely lady. No. Um, so he so was. I, I feel like Hollywood is all like so much more incestuous than we really like realize. Like, truly. like you know, someone's not just like, you know, marrying like, you know, even like a Brooklyn Beckham. It's like, that's not just some like chick. It's like her dad owns Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And she's got, hot she's got the face to prove it. Yeah, My yeah, yeah. God. she's The so rich hot. do not date down. That's the, they do it in, they like, in like fantasy stories. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. The Prince and the Pauper. Yeah. 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 Um, but the, Arnold's incredible. And then he got, but he was invited to this party by one of the older mem- members of the Kennedy family who just like heard of him and liked him mm-hmm. and then was introduced to Maria. And when she was, he was introduced, the woman was like, this is Maria. She's, she's very fond of you. She has like an eye for you. And then, so Maria like picked him out and then they just like had this beautiful love. They didn't go quite into the love story, but like it was really great. And then after he, he annihilated the box office in the eighties and came up with all Mm, of his own taglines. And he made a point to like, I don't want to get injured in my movies, but not as in like, I don't physically want to get injured. I don't want my characters to ever be down and out in these movies. So that's why he has these smug lines of like, oh, you don't want to do that? Okay. And then he presses a button and a bomb goes off. You know, like, so he really kind of curated his career in that way and competed with Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I know. Because Sylvester was the box office hero and then Arnold came along and then Arnold was number one. Well, Arnold actually says in the Sylvester Stallone uh, documentary that Sylvester Stallone was always a little bit ahead of him. Yes. Which I thought was like, Oh, big of you. Yes. To admit that on camera. He really appreciates competition and he's very honest with himself on like, if a guy's better than me, like that's awesome. I, that's going to make me strive to be better. I'll tell you what, Sylvester Stallone's definitely hotter than Arnold Schwarzenegger. Holy shit. Some oh, of these like early that. Sylvester Stallone. He, so I was watching that. Whew. What was that movie? Whew. Fuck. What was it called? It was one of his early movies. It was the one that was the starting movie of Rambo, but it was for, before the Rambo. First Fra- Blood. Yes. Yeah. So good. He's so hot. He's really He's hot. like an ad for Botox also. Like that guy doesn't have any facial reactions. And the reason why, well, the reason why he has that little like um, impediment, like speech impediment, but also his mouth is actually the way it is. is like his mother <clears throat> was so like broke that he was delivered at some like walk-in clinic and they did the, they fucked up the delivery. And so he's had that since he was a baby. Holy shit. And I was like, I mean, honestly though, but that really just talks Badass. about the universe because it's like that could have been 
an impediment for him. And it turned out to be like one of the signature things about Sylvester Stallone and just like helped him stand out that much more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it is, you know, kind of it goes into what you're talking about with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's like you can let something about you be a pro or be a con. And that's up to you. Yes. And he let everything about him be a pro. Uh, And he really set goals in the way that I see women setting goals for themselves now of like, I can do this and it's going to be hard work, but here's a step-by-step. He like always had that in him, which was really cool. And uh, wait, I wrote a bunch of stuff down. He always aimed to be the best. Um, I was looking to see if he produced this documentary himself because I was like, this feels me. (laughs) But then he got, he crushed it in acting for years and years and years. And he was everywhere and he was making so much money. And then he got a business partnership. He got a business manager. He's like, I want to be making investments. Mm. He was, he's one of the reasons we have Humvees. He invested in Humvees okay. to be like a bigger, like these bigger military vehicles to be on the streets. I mean, that I know that's not great for the environment, but um, <laughs> that's a weird it's thing. Just, he's got a big, big footprint. And then he was having a conversation. Carbon with, footprint. <laughs> very, yes, big in carbon. And then he was having a conversation with Maria and he, because of her being a Kennedy and he was invited to all of these, uh, he was invited to the special Olympics and fell in love with these kids and being able to help them and raise awareness uh, for kids with disabilities uh, he was like, I think I want to run for office because I have a g- good understanding of what people need and how they're not being heard. And Maria had this really traumatic reaction to it because, you know, all, her, all of her family has been murdered. And so I would she, say that's warranted. She freaked out. He yeah. was like, we were in a hot tub and I was running it by her and she freaked out. And and he said, he goes, we were in a all right, if you're not 100 percent behind me, I won't do this. And I was mm. like, wow, very interesting. And then there was a moment where he was debating running. He was supposed to go on Jay Leno mm-hmm. and either announce that he was or was not running. And Maria still didn't want him to run. But then she slipped a note under the door when he was in the bathroom. And she was like, if you were running, I suggest saying this. And if you're not running, you should talk like this. And he basically took that as her blessing. And then mm-hmm. so when he was on the uh, Jay Leno, Jay was expecting him to say, I'm not running. And then he just made the decision. And then he fucking what? Like this guy Everything he does is good. And then there's this scene in one of the, like the third episode where he's driving a six wheel military tank that he purchased. And he goes, it's a toy. Like, and he goes, people forget to have fun. He's like, you, you have to have fun. Most people don't do that. They worry and then they work and then they worry and then they work. And where's the fun? He's smoking a stogie in his six wheel military thing on his like private compound. And I'm oh like, my God. yo, this motherfucker figured something out like from jump. So that's why Sylvester Stallone is my man hero um, of the Arnold week. Schwarzenegger. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger. I oh knew my God, that, I'm so sorry. I knew there would be a wife was, heavily involved once you said it was a man living his best life. I did go, you get to the part with there's the There's a wife affair? heavily involved. No, I haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, I'm only okay. three episodes yeah, in. I was oh, say, I don't know if it's in the in the thing. Oh, I, I was going to say, I hope it is. He has a love def- child with a maid. I go, I was Oopsies. like, there's definitely heavy tra- pro- tra- problems in their marriage. I was like, I knew that. I didn't know that there was specifically an affair with the maid, but yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get to that part. I mean, yet. listen, I love Schwarzenegger too. And he among he's, us throw the cast the, without sin, cast the first stone, but like, for sure. Well, and he's know. very like, a pr- like when he's on a movie set, he's kind to everybody and stuff. I mean, obviously that's, Honestly, I was watching them. And I'm like, this guy is so awesome. Yeah, because they're divorced now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he cheated on her with. Well, okay, because I'm pretty which, sure with. Because in know, my head, I was you like, still I was be a good guy diverse. and cheat. I just, you know, I, 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 I think overall Schwarzenegger's a net positive. Yes, I yeah. agree with you. 
I, I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I was a fan. You know? I can't believe how many times I was blown away and surprised by him. He, I love being surprised by people. I love thinking I got people pegged first. This is who they are. This is the box they live in. And then that box just gets obliterated by all of these, all of these facets of this person's life that I had no idea. And I, the whole time I was like, please, I hope you didn't get me. Oh, please don't me to somebody. Please don't me to somebody. Cause like, I don't, I don't want your reputation to be ruined in my head. Cause I love you so much now. And I'll never stop loving you, Arnold. Wait, that sounds. Yeah, and also, Boo Boo had a nice face when he was young. I mean, he's he's handsome. He's a zaddy for sure. But his he was hot, which I and that that kind of guy was never my type. But his face was like angelic. Yeah. Well, I was, I was gonna say when you just said the Me Too thing, I was like, I feel like he was very recently Me oh, Too. Man, I didn't want to. I, I, I didn't want to look it up because I was scared. Because it was like this me. summer. This summer, yeah, because I, oh I was, I was like, I was like, the minute it came out of your mouth, I was like, no, that like literally just happened. I knew, I knew there was a fair. I knew that because I knew that they were divorced. But I was like, ah, an affair. I don't count. Like that's not that's in a separate category for me. Um, what it, I guess for men of celebration, we just don't talk about the groping. <laughs> no, we have to talk about it. <laughs> we definitely got to talk was, about it. We approach. can't live in my fun world of just, you know, blind. Yeah. Blind, so ign- from ignoring. June 2023, Arnold Schwartz, this is from oh, Insider. Mad Arnold, reset. Arnold Schwarzenegger addresses accusations that he groped women. Forget all the excuses. It was wrong. So not all, he admitted that he did it. Oh, well, that's nice at least. Uh, yeah. To fucking don't lie to me. I and think say it was he did younger it. Arnold. I think. Well, there's a lot of videos. Well, I mean, of, yeah. I no, no, no. I'm sure it was. Know, it doesn't. Yeah, it's, yeah. He makes me feel. If we're trying to salvage, does make me feel a little bit better. Christina's ten minute Arnold Schwarzenegger profile. (laughs) Then, you know, it's worth mentioning. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger is addressing accusations of of misconduct that have been hanging over him for twenty years. Okay, but that's like most. You know, most people's are are old because you know, like he's not really like he's not at the top of his game right now where he could be groping people. Right. I mean, that's kind of, you know, totally, 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 totally. Netflix I mean, when is, he was governor. Yeah. So it says I, well, and it's also coming up because like, yeah, probably in part because this Netflix documentary, documentary was coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Damn. Okay. So that's a bummer. From BBC radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It delves into, they're talking about the documentary. They say it delves into Schwarzenegger's personal life and sees him address the secret son he fathered with his housekeeper while married to Maria Shriver, as well as the claims that he groped and humiliated several women in separate Uh, incidents across three decades. Days before he was elected governor. This is such a Ah, major thing. I I honestly feel bad doing that. That's all right. You know what? I have to to learn to not hide from the truth. (laughs) And I blatantly did not look this up because I'm like, I don't want this to be ruined. Well, just when it came out, your mouth that your hero was Arnold Schwarzenegger. I was like, "Ah." I still like what I learned about him on the documentary. Listen, but but that does negate some of the stuff. And that's what a documentary, you know, people always say, oh, that new documentary was biased. And you know, what I learned, what I learned from working for Michael Moore was that like to make a kind of an entertaining documentary, you kind of do have to pick a side and then you just fucking keep doubling down on whatever side you picked. Yes. This this documentary shows to be like, this is how Arnold Schwarzenegger positively impacted the world. I mean, sometimes in a docuseries, there can be one part where it like goes down a little bit. Like in the Beckham one, they basically dance around the fact that he cheated when he got traded to Real Madrid. Yeah. But uh, they didn't really go deep into it. I'm sure that was because Victoria and David had final say. And yeah, they I'd be really- stunned if Arnold didn't have. Well, that's why I was, why, oh, yeah, I was yeah, yeah, on yeah. IMDb actually looking to see the credits, but he didn't, he wasn't, I, in the quick scan I did while Christine was talking, I didn't see him actually listed as an executive producer, which wasn't interesting, but maybe I didn't go through enough credits. I mean, this docuseries is very heavily led by interviews with him present day. Right. So I imagine he's just not going to talk about that stuff. For sure. And then it says, so it says days before, this is back to Schwarzenegger, days before he was elected governor of California in 2003, the Los <laughs> Angeles Times uh, published a report in which six women accused Schwarzenegger of touching them in a sexual manner without their consent. Okay. Uh, in archival footage from his campaign trail interviews, the FUBAR star is seen calling the report made up and declaring that he never grabbed anyone or pulled up their shirt or grabbed their breasts. That's pretty specific. Uh, however, while delivering a speech on stage, he also issued um, a mea culpa, a culpa of sorts, admitting that he had behaved badly sometimes on, quote, rowdy movie sets. You know, those rowdy movie sets mm-hmm. and had done things which were not right, which I thought was playful. Um, okay. Those people that I have offended, I want to say to them that I am deeply sorry about that. And I apologize because that's not what I'm trying to do. He added at the time. Okay. And now he's looking back and re, you know, I, I saying that it was wrong. Blah, that's blah, That's pretty blah. cool. Man who learns from his mistakes. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Who and- we will never know, but you know. I wouldn't say that grabbing someone's breast is really a mistake, though. No, that's assault. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you just didn't pause to think that you're violating somebody's body, which, you know, shame on you. Yeah. For Um, that. Yeah. I mean, it it goes on and on. Obviously, it's, you know, very similar with that. That's just interesting. But yeah, Mm. I mean, they, they always do come, you know. Business insider, obviously, it was like, you know, now's the time to write it about it. Because of you course. do have to write these when people give a shit about the person. Yeah, that's how you get clicks, baby. That's and how then you get clicks. He's on everybody's mind. Okay, well, you know. Let's have Maria Shriver on the show. 
Oh, I love her. Let's have her do. I really like her. Let's have her do a a, a podcast reply to the documentary about how amazing her husband. I would love to hear (laughs) from a slighted woman. Yeah. Because no one tells the truth truthier than a slighted woman. Yeah. I love it. Maria, open invite, baby. You're a fucking Kennedy and you have you on first. (laughs) We'll have you on before Arnold. Oh, my God. I would love Um, that. That's. Okay. Oh, wait. And then, yeah, Sylvester Stallone, I wanted, there uh, There was a quote because you, you shared some quotes. Sylvester Stallone, my favorite quote from the documentary was, I'm doing nothing good because I'm listening to everybody else, which I mean, Ooh. was a very, like, a very up my alley quote, of course. But, you know, I didn't realize he... He like no, he was not having a lot of success as an actor. He was just getting mm-hmm. um, cast in kind of like these he as he calls them thug roles um because you know he's italian in, in during that time right. period and pornos um and wait pornos yeah he was in a porn, porn? Mm-hmm. oh is that i'd like to see that because i will absolutely watch that i'm sure you could find oh, that yeah it's like yeah. it's like you very early plans tonight it's like 70s Ooh. early 70s young slide. i bet bet he has a huge dick oh, yeah oh definitely sure does i didn't that watch this thing, well he's not yeah. that dick with that face. famously he's only yeah. like five ten or something SRI short king come over but uh and and so he wrote and he started and directed rocky himself yeah the, well, he, he, didn't, direct. he didn't direct the first he, one he directed the later ones but yeah, yeah like but he, he wrote the he, he wrote, wrote rocky. the script yeah. but i mean it, it's it's very much a page from you know guys we fucked it's it's it, it's the same uh thing that if like people can't see you the way that you know you need to be seen you have to create a piece yep. for yourself that's the advice that i've given to so many specifically male comedians over yeah, the years yeah, and they yeah. just refuse to hear me i go i'm literally telling you the exact formula for success you have to to create something that will let people see you the way you want to be seen. That's it. That's yeah. the whole secret. Mm-hmm. And I've told so many people that, and they just fucking but Corinne, still like to say, somebody's got to give me my big I picked for this thing because you have to show people who you are. It is it, the, the kind of talent that you have to have for someone to just pluck you out of, you know, the, be really the, hot the ether. And these are people who are actually pretty hot there, but, but you have to show people, this is specifically what I am good at. Yeah. Right. Cause you know? fly breaks How the through. Fuck would someone look at me in an audition and go, Oh, this girl's good at making other people feel confident. You wouldn't fucking be able to get that. Right. right. You right. wouldn't know that. So right. Stallone breaks through doing Rocky in a role where he's like slurring his words and he's, you know, he, he fits a certain, he is Rocky. He's, he's like, he is that character, an Italian guy from Philly. That's like a long shot. It works. He's actually Whereas, from New York, not from Philly. He's right. No, I know, but Rocky yeah. is from Philly. Right. 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 Which is right. a wise decision because you know Philly be off. Right. But he, he fits that and that becomes such a big hit that he basically just puts himself in a position where he can kind of like do whatever, carve out his own path. He can call a lot of his own shots. He wins an Oscar basically on the first big thing that he does. And then he actually I had love that. A, a, yes, a, a, like, like five flops in between that and then Rambo comes. Oh, he's oh, made some really? horrific movies. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, he, he had a lot of terrible uh, films come out uh, and also people were really eager to see him fail, I think mm. because he got success so quickly what's that like yeah and um it was a very but that was very interesting well, there is a porn on um well xvideos.com the italian stallion uh he doesn't i mean you know i'm just playing a little bit of it just to see and we'll let you know well, yes older women 
I can. Oh, thank God. The I love that. That ad literally started with old pussy is better than no pussy. Yeah, I see oh, that. Ad. That's awful. No. Old pussy's amazing. I mean, how old are we talking? Right, let's fast forward. Like I mean, what's day. happening? Oh, okay. They're on the couch and she's it's licking a fruit. Oh, so 70s. She looks like she's. Oh, wait, no, she's kissing his hand. He's loving it. Oh, wow. There's two ladies now. They're making out. Where, where are you, Sly? Where are you at, Sly? Okay, those ladies are really doing it. The ladies are still doing it. Sylvester's nowhere to be found. There he is. Let's see that cock solve. Sly. There's, this is, there's just a lot of, like, Bush. touching... But not a lot of insertion that I'm saying. Yeah, where is your dick? Oh, whoa. So now Sly is on a pile of ladies, three of them. That looks fun. Well, that one's got a nice butt. Where's your dick? There's the bush. Oh, boy. If she got a wax, it would hurt. This, the, Show me that dong, Sly. You, you don't even, you're not even seeing anything that would... How would this make anyone horny? Well, oh, wait, there's it was dick. the 70s. Oh, his dick's not that. Wait, ah, get get out of the way, lady. Oh, his dick's flaccid. Huh. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was like, it doesn't look like it's erect. Well, see, that goes to show you, you could be in the company of three beautiful women to film a porno, and it's still silly, silly putty in a mouth. Okay, wait, let me just Google right, well, Sylvester Stallone cock nude. Ooh, love that. There has to be something going on here. Oh. Your gaymalecelebs.com. Okay. I'll take it. No, it's not huge, actually. Oh, it's it's good. It's like an average. Love it. Love an average peen. So you could do tricks with it. <laughs> he is he is very pale. See, that's the thing. Like in his uh when he first came out, he was so pale. That's why he's so much hotter. And then he started oh, getting spray yeah, tan. Yeah. Oh, because he's pale like, in that point. Yeah, like, no, mm. no. Like if you like, like a heroin addict. When he in his first roles, when he has like the bit roles, he's like he's like that deathly like heroin chic pale that I love in a man. Mm. Oh, yeah. I love that. Looks so good. <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. All right, guys. So uh, our second uh, episode of Men of Celebration, we are dedicating it to emails from male, male identifying and male listeners. Um, so the first email, and if you want to email us, if you don't already know, it's sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Make that subject line, you know, to the point. This first one is, I was sexist until your podcast. Wow. We're changing the world. Wow. All right. It's from Mike. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Also, Mike, I've heard <laughs> I've heard noise from you three times so far. Once was a video that I accidentally played. Once <gasps> what? something fell out of your about? mouth. I heard the oh, video. Wait, no, made- I heard the video too. I heard the video so too. So say if you're at home, uh, you know, and you're able, take three shots. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, Corinne and Christina, I've been listening for a long time. And as you can guess, it changed me quite a bit and figured you'd be interested in a story like this. Started listening when I was 15. Oh, perfect. Oh we got to you in time. Yes, baby. We got to you in time. We got to the youth when they're when they're vulnerable and, and prone to being shaped. And we're going to shape you well. I'm now 21. And at the time, I had pretty terrible views. Used to be very <laughs> right wing. this listener. <laughs> For the better. Yeah. Good. Happy. Give me oh, a comb. Dear. Let's groom you. Used to be very right wing. And my dad was a major part of that. Even when I was seven, he would try to tell me things like, hey, what are your, your views about abortion? Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, and proceeded to brainwash me about shit he had no idea about. He would spoon feed me views about women and their roles. So as you can imagine, he kind of fucked up my young head. Mm. Yeah, man. That's see, that's the thing with these dudes that are like shitty and they're adult men. I'm like, you weren't born that way. And I know you weren't. So like, let's dive into the core of you. Okay. But when I was scrolling through SoundCloud, I saw your podcast and my young brain went, Women talking about sex? Hell yeah. That's how we get you. That was the plan. You fell for it. (laughs) But after listening to it, I wasn't happy. (laughs) Even started to hate listen. Honestly, (sighs) I love that. That's so much of our demographic. But as episodes went by, I found it harder and harder to disagree with your points until eventually something gave and I started doing my own research. Yes. Yes. I love that for you, Kang. Pretty much immediately saw my dad was a fucking idiot. It's a bummer to realize that, but it happens. So you two pretty much changed my entire view on both women and life. Starting realizing therapy is for everyone. What women do with their bodies is their choice. Okay. And after listening to some of your LGBT guests, I even realized I was gay. Whoa. Oh, shit. Boo, yes. Ooh, what, how interesting. Well, very interesting. My life could have gone down the wrong path and could have spent my entire life before coming to terms with my sexuality without your podcast. <gasps> Corinne, are we heroes? I think we might be. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys so much. Attached as uh, an image of my cat. Not important to the email, but it's a cute cat. And she is flabbergasted. <laughs> it's on the other email. It is a very cute cat. Oh my God, that makes me so happy. Congratulations. Thank you. Dude, getting them, getting them young. I Because I feel like if we're going to... If you're going to be, you're going to be brainwashed by something, we'll brainwash you. Cause I do think that our, our values are pretty even keeled and in the spirit of humanity and in the side of humanity and growth and love. Well, and also, I mean, like when he talked about doing his own research, I think that's the most important thing. Like yes. if you get interested in something we're talking about, don't, don't just take our word for it. That's idiotic. Yeah. Go out and do your own research and then see how you feel about it. But I think it's our job to just present new ideas or ideas in a way that you maybe hadn't thought of them before. And then yes, I, anytime someone's like, oh, I agree with almost everything you say. I go, well, that's uh, alarming. That's not, yeah. Cause yeah. you're not me. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. Oh, this is, uh, it didn't say my name. So I didn't, oh, I didn't, sorry. it was like a cue card that I didn't know. that. Was. <laughs> I go, go me know how to read. Uh, <laughs> says, did that help? I'm a 21 year old gay man in a polyamorous relationship with a woman. Interesting. I know that sounds weird, but when we got together one and a half years ago, we tried to have sex because there, we had very strong romantic connection between one another. And when that failed, she offered me to remain together since everything worked except for sex and to be poly so that we could both be sexually satisfied outside of our relationship. Whoa. At the time, sounds fun. I had never considered polyamory for myself. And looking back, I agreed to it because I was in love with her regardless of my sexual what? orientation. That's an interesting concept. So fascinating. And I was willing to do anything to keep the relationship going. I thought I could separate my sexual needs from my romantic needs. Flash forward to now, she has embraced the poly lifestyle and I have not. Mm. She has another boyfriend that I like and have no problem with. And she has started another fling with a man on Reddit. I'll leave it at that. Oh, no. What? Oh, God. (laughs) Personally, I've had two one night stands that made me realize that I wanted more than just sex with men. I barely know. I also have no other romantic partners because, frankly, the idea of having two partners sounds extremely exhausting to me. And for a while, my girlfriend was enough. Still, it seems like it's the only way for us to be together and for me to have a healthy sexuality. We are getting at a crossroads where I need to actually embrace polyamory or get out of the relationship, even though I love her. But I'm not sure what to do. How do you know if you're poly? You're not. You're not. You're a gay man. Yeah. Should I try it and then decide or should I trust my heart uh, that I'm just not polyamorous? I think you just need attention. And this woman, um, in the way she presented herself as a friend to you, gave you attention in the way you needed and you are mistaken staking intimate friendship with romantic love. Yeah. That's because she's not giving you, if you're not sexual with her, I'm assuming you guys like don't make out and hold hands, but like that part of a relationship is really important for like trust building and feeling seen and heard and having a steady foundation with a person. And if you're not attracted to her cause you're not straight, then you deserve to feel attracted to somebody and then also have those things reciprocated. Those like romantic portions of a romantic relationship like reciprocated. Yeah. I also think it's like, if you're hanging out, so you're 21 years old, right? So if you're hanging out with people only your age and you compare what women at 21 act like and what men act like at 21, just women have a lot more. And this is a broad statement. I'm not saying every woman and I'm saying, not saying no men, but if we're doing a stereotype, most women at that age will be able to give a lot more of themselves emotionally, um, than a 21 year old guy would. Mm. So it's like, you know, and I'm guessing if you're gay, you have perhaps a little bit more feminine energy than a typical straight guy, right? So you probably need a little bit more um, emotion in your relationships. And that's why it it was easier to get that from a woman. I mean, like there's, Mm. you know, that's why the, you know, the fruit flies exist, you know? So, oh, is that the women, straight women that like, it's a progressive, it's a progressive way to say fag hack. Yeah. I was going to say, is that what you mean? Okay. Yeah. 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 So you can't (laughs) say that anymore. So it's fruit flies now. People have other sayings for it, but fruit flies is the one that I uh, thought was cutest. Yeah. It's cute. And, uh, yeah. And so that's why that is such a, like a common relationship structure, Mm. right? Like every kind of every gay man of a a certain, every certain type of gay man with a little bit more feminine energy, maybe feminine needs, right. Has a fruit fly. It's because you're getting so much from that relationship. Right. Mm. You know, even me, like, like, you know, I don't, my best friend, I don't, I don't really find to be, um, super feminine, but, um, 
he probably more feminine than me, but I mean like m- most straight men yeah. are more feminine than me. So, yeah. uh, but I mean like our, our relationship is extremely, uh, has given me like much more over the years than most of my romantic relationships. Yeah. Yeah, right. I mean, we're basically, me and Tommy are basically married. Yeah. Even, his, even his partner says so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? I have been in love with two gay men in my life more, more when I was younger, but I was like, I was so like, wait, I could feel this safe emotionally with a man. And then, but they, one of them was not out, but he, like he was on the DL and I was like, oh dude, but it's, yeah, that, that is what it is. It's this like emotional yeah. connection that you can't, that you're kind of starved for a lot of times when you're young and you're straight and you date dudes. Yeah. Um, okay. Next email, religious ED thought my pre-cum was an STD. Oh Hi. dear. Hi, Karen and Christina. Uh, loyal fucker here, 29-year-old cis male. Oh, now it's even more alarming. Um, it, please keep me anonymous. You got it, dude. I've been listening for years, and I wanted to thank you for broadening my understanding of sex and education, uh, educating me on many sexual topics. I grew up religious, Lutheran, religious schools too. My biology teacher was so timid when he tried to explain sex. Your biology teacher, whoa. He couldn't even say the word penis without some sort of inflection and only spent one hour of class on the topic. Penis? One, oh, he only spent one one-hour class on the topic. Wow. That's my number one. One of my, Dude, one of my biggest what? pet peeves is when people can't say a, a sexual organ without saying it in a silly term like vagina. Like, oh I God. hate yeah, it. Yeah, that yeah, was one yeah. of the things that we talked about when we started this podcast. I was like, can someone just say fucking vagina or vulva or penis in like With a no normal inflection. fucking tone? Yeah. without singing it or making a silly or covering your mouth. Like it's just, it's, uh, hello, it's so juvenile. Yeah. Mm. And it's a drier upper. Yeah. Uh, cut to about six years after high school, just before I started listening, I had my first, first date again, very religious and sheltered. And we started making out slash hooking up. The only sexual experience I had up until this point was porn. Uh Oh, so I had no idea about the sensations you feel in the moment. We attempt to have sex, but I'm so nervous about my sexual debut that I can't get hard, which is a recurring theme in my sex life due to religious shame and porn addiction I'm actively working on. Hell yeah, work on that, boo. And we part ways. I go to leave and finish the job at home. When I get to the act, there is a strange substance on my penis, which I now know is pre-cum. Oh, damn. You didn't know that until then. Shit, dude. That's pre-cum what happens. is so specific. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I find that impossible. What? what do you mean? That you wouldn't know what pre-cum is? Yeah. but it, You get it when you, like, if you wake up in the morning and you just, like, had an erection when you're sleeping. You oh, I know. It, you know, like. Oh, really? Yeah. You don't have to be. Pre-cum is my favorite type sexual. of cum. It's my favorite. Really? It's, it's my favorite iteration. Yeah, because it's not as... as It's tastier? It's not as... No, it's just like even to look at it, it's like more appealing. It's like a like like stickier and more fun and not mm. like and also clearer, which I find to be yes. more visually appealing than the white chunkiness. Mm. Oh, yeah. White or yeah. yellow chunkiness, depending on oh, what you're eating. Yellow? Sometimes I've never seen ha- it yellow. Sometimes it can be like an off-white. I'm not saying like piss yellow. Yeah, okay. Like ivory. Oh, yes, mm. yes, mm. yes. Um, okay, so when I get to the act, there's a strange sh- substance on my penis, which I now know is pre-cum, and I freak the fuck out. I feverishly Google what it could be. Oh, don't do that, boo. And <laughs> a multitude of STD options pop up, so I go see my local general practitioner about it. I get tested, and I'm clean, of course, because I'm. it's just pre-cum. She prescribes me some antibiotics and sends me on my way. Antibiotics? For pre-cum? She, he probably missed, like... He told probably the told the story. Yeah. yeah. 
well, we were waiting until marriage, but she looked at my penis and then it started jiggling. Yeah. Well, my first girlfriend and, uh, well, with my first girlfriend at any time after that, I get loads of pre-cum, but I still to this day won't get hard. And I cert- and it certainly isn't a reluctance or uh, a willingness. It is because I'm too nervous, um, is it because I'm too nervous in the moment? Absolutely. The the erection stuff is completely, it's more mental than I thought. Need more emotional intimacy with my partner? I have no trouble getting hard on my own. There's your answer right there. Exactly. As we talked about with our urologist, but yes. I mean, like, that's the answer right there. Even if we hadn't talked to him, it's like- Lower stakes. It's like there's nothing, you, there's nothing wrong with your dick if you have no trouble getting hard on your own. That's your yes. answer. Yes. I tried a variations of uh, variations of Viagra, through one of your old sponsors, popped up, uh, popped one last year with a girl and I was super into and had been flirting with a lot to physically test the theory and still no dice. I mean, mind, the mind is very powerful. No, uh, no, I need some, now I need some form of therapy or I know I need some form of therapy, but not sure how to go about it. I mean, you just, Look up a, ther- a therapist. Yeah, any th- this is not like so. This is I think pretty common. So any therapist should be able to uh, work with you on this particular topic. Also, too, because of COVID, a lot of therapists work over Zoom, so you could find somebody in a bigger, like the nearest city near you that work that specializes in like sexual wellness and therapy. Maybe that would be a good option just for your own comfortability. Thanks for not being shy about the word penis and teaching me so many things about uh, about how to treat women. Much love to you. Uh, also too, I think the doctor, um, Larish had mentioned this in his episode, but like, don't jerk off for a long time. Like don't jerk off for a week and then have sex with your partner. There you go. It'll work then. Yeah. Are you, yeah. Yeah. It's like, how much are you jerking off? Yeah. And if you, maybe it's death grip syndrome, you know, maybe it could be a string of things, but I know that the mental aspect clearly based off of your email does play into it. Yeah. And I think it's also like when it goes on so long, you're like, okay. This is enough. Right. Sometimes when things go on so long, you're just, you're just like, it makes you get in your head even more about something that should yeah. have been maybe like a little bit more easily resolvable. Um, all right. This says, my wife loves your show, but now thinks I'm gay. Corinne, that's my fault. Do? That's my fault. That that, and then totally I'm going to take Corinne. 100% responsibility for that. Sorry, bro. I'm sorry. I do think everyone's gay. <laughs> Christina, first off, sorry if this is too long. Oh, men apologize you, too. You might be don't. gay. Um, <laughs> tried, tried to pare it down, but wanted to give the full scope. I started listening to your show recently at the behest of my wife, who is one of your biggest fans. Behest, great word. We'd listened to a few episodes together on car rides and while cleaning the house. Nice, you were cleaning the house with her. I appreciate I that. that. Um, but I've started listening to episodes on my own and I just wanted to say I love what you're doing and glad I've been introduced to it. That said, we have a very small and hilarious beef. Let's go. I, 32-year-old male, and my wife, 28-year-old female, met while working at the same company about five years ago. We stayed just friends while we worked together, as I am a big believer in not dating where you work, and also nothing is more cliche than a dude in tech having an inappropriate relationship in the office. Yeah. However, around 2019, I left the company, and during the early days of the pandemic, we began hanging out to just go for walks and see each other. This led to us dating, which led to us moving in together, which led to us getting engaged, with, which led to us eloping this past summer. Ooh. We work extremely well together. We communicate well, both for small annoyances and also larger discussions of our future fears and goals out of life. There's another noise. Another noise from Michael. Right. Michael's <laughs> dropping coins into jars over here. My, I, my glasses hit the mic. Oh, okay, pop, pop. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
flaws and she has hers, but we support each other in our good times and bad. Also, only because I know the type of podcast you two run, it is worth noting that our sex is fucking phenomenal. That is worth noting. I know the type of podcast you two run. You whores would appreciate this. I lay that dick down good. Now it's your doing. Um, A couple of years back when we were still about a year into dating, we had a pretty deep discussion about our sexualities. Here, hers is for her to share with you, but she asked pretty decisively if I was gay or into men at all sexually. I explained that my life has led to me to be very interested in the LGBTQ community. Yes, okay. And that gay marriage, the plights of the trans community and stuff like that were a big deal to me, but that I was very happy and comfortable in my sexuality as a straight man. I mean, I believe that answer. We continued to have a wonderful night and yada, yada, yada. Well, I think it's just confusing when uh, uh, men care about anyone other than themselves. (laughs) So I think that's what made you seem gay here, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry, men. Oh, that's so funny. Men, a celebration. <laughs> men, could you think about someone else for a fucking change? Listen, I think it's a small ask, but okay. <laughs> so funny. Ah, then earlier oh, this God. year, in an attempt to get her to start watching The Last of Us with me, I told her that the third episode was one of the most beautiful love stories I'd ever seen on film, and that it was uh, San. Uni- Juni- What's that? Junipero. <laughs> but for men, San. Uni- I don't know what that is. San- Fuck! Oh, it's a gosh. movie. We gotta I stop. Sorry, we gotta stop and look Hold this on. up because yeah. it's gonna plague me. Yeah, yeah. Now I just okay. have fucking Sylvester God. Stallone cock pictures funny, on my phone. That's such a funny question. Is he a homosexual man or is he just considerate of other people? Oh, it's an episode of Black Mirror from season three. Okay, okay, over my head. This, I mean, I've watched the first. Season. Yeah. This led to another discussion a couple of days later asking if I was gay. She already asked you that. <laughs> she said she really thinks you're gay. She really wants you to be gay or something. I don't know. <laughs> she said that she didn't know any men that would understand that sort of love story. All right. For that, what it was. That's not like that's, gay. No, that's just emotionally intelligent. Yeah. It's worth noting that she comes from a very small world. <laughs> I'll say this guy has feelings. He must be fucking queer. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Is it in Virginia? This is worse than me. Is Come it in on. Appalachia? Yeah. I again explained where I stood and asked if there was any other evidence that she was drawing from that we could talk about. And she said, no. wow, dude, she straight up just said, you're considerate. You must be gay. That's really funny. Finally, fast forward to this past week. My wife came into the living room while I'm in the middle of fucking a guy. No, no. <laughs> Well, I'm in the middle of a movie to have a discussion about something, quote, important. So I shut off the The gay porn movie (laughs) and she asked to talk about my sexuality. All right. She. All right. Now she needs to get off your dick. Yeah. We again went over the notes from before. She brought (laughs) up my keen interest in the LGBTQ community. I mean, like what? You just you want people to, to be happy and yeah. have equal rights. And the last of us again. At this point, it's been brought up several times. And I asked if there was any further reason that she brought it up. And she said that having listened to your show for years, that boyfriends and husbands secretly being in the closet comes up often. And so she became convinced that it was somehow one of the I was somehow one of these folks. Oh. OK, I mean, but there's when I there's say other evidence, there's like reasons why like I've legit. said people are gay, not because they like it and 
episode of The Last of Yeah, Us. and they're emotionally intelligent to understand the power of a love story. That's <laughs> that's an emotionally intelligent person. Yeah, I know lots of guys who like love stories. Um, we had a great laugh about it. Good. Now, look, I don't have any issues having mm-hmm. a discussion about my sexuality, but I was in the middle of watching After Sun. Uh-oh. And so is that some we gotta look up this soap opera. We gotta look up. You know, there's a lot of emotions in that one. After that's Sun. That's why we're, we're, I'm not familiar with any of these. And so now this is affecting my movie time. Oh, no. Corinne and Christina, I ask for your aid in this matter. My question is simply, can you help assure my amazing partner that I'm not secretly going to reveal reveal myself as gay and break her heart? Yeah, nothing. I got to be honest. Nothing about this email reads as gay to me. And she's got best gay at art of game. Yeah. So it was, you know why? Because it, it, there wasn't, he, number one, he apologized for it being long. It wasn't long at all. No. There's not a lot of filler. We just got the facts. There was very little it's emotion very, that's involved. That's straight man shit. Some very, it's a very straight yeah. email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say. So, so. Madame, a straight male email. Your your husband is not gay. No, he doesn't seem gay. Not gay. Not gay. The court has spoken. Not gay. Okay. Okay, this is a quick one. Spooky question. Oh, I love spooky shit. So a little background. Girlfriend and I, this is such a straight man email. Little background. Girlfriend and I have been together for two years this year. We basically have fallen out of the honeymoon phase, which I understand is normal. Yes, it is. But my question is, after I've done surprises for her, bought her sexy clothes, doing spontaneous trips, at what point do I realize maybe she's just not that attracted to me anymore? Or is that even a thing? Are you asking if it's a thing for a woman not to be attracted to a man anymore? Is that a real question that you just... That, that, that That's is a, a spooky thing. question. Ooh, <laughs> there's a ghost of your future relationships. Um I was, you know, you fall out of the honeymoon phase. Yeah. That's normal. Two years. I bet it's a long ass honeymoon phase. Good for you. I okay. would ease up with the buying her sexy clothes. Yeah. Cause that could be interpreted. Nothing, weird. nothing makes a woman want to fuck you less than the, the forced suggestion of a sexy outfit for her to wear for you, <laughs> for you. <laughs> that's a good point. Get me, give me a fucking break. I'll be wearing sweatpants for two months. If someone so much as presented me with that shit, I'd be wearing one of those, one of those blow up Halloween costumes where you're the dinosaur, <laughs> but you got to like blow it up with air first. Oh, and God. I would just walk around the house, knocking shit over. Um, Hey, uh, happy birthday. Could you be a little sexier? You fucking <laughs> piece of trash. My question is after I've done surprises for her, bought her sexy clothes, doing spontaneous trips, What's done surprises for her. mean, when a man <laughs> says it, that's alarming. I've done so. What was the surprise? Here's a woman who's going to fuck me at the same time as you. Yeah, we're having a three-way, babe. Surprise. I'm GGG as hell. At uh, what point do I realize maybe she's just not at a track? Okay, so yeah, you're, maybe you're equating the, like being out of the honeymoon phase as being out of the attracted to each other phase. Those are two different things. Like, and your attraction evolves over time. It ebbs and flows. Attraction, especially romantic sexual attraction is very cyclical. You know what I mean? So like you could go, you're going to have, if you guys stay together, you're going to have phases of like being on and then phases of being off and phases of like, oh, sometimes in my relationship, like it was like very fiery in the beginning. And then I'm like, wait, is it okay that we're just like sitting here not talking? And then I had to realize like, yes, that's actually very healthy. And like, it's weird to just talk all the fucking time. You know what I mean? I've been trying to tell this one that for years. I know, I finally got it. I finally got it in the midst of a moment of silence that I was enjoying. I was like, oh shit, we're not, incompatible we're just settled into each other and that's really lovely fuck wild doesn't always have to be rocky turns out also i it feels like he is putting a lot of the onus of the sexuality uh having fizzled in the relationship on her it's like 
dude, what are you doing? What sexy outfits are you wearing? Are you yeah. still in shape? Do you brush your teeth three times a day? Yeah. What are you doing? And you know what? How else really? about you? You know what turns women on too? What? Three times a day. Yeah, uh, I mean, I would think so. Yeah. What? Three times a day. Bra- really? I brush my teeth three times a day. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, that's like, awesome. Uh, morning and then before like whatever I'm doing for like a sh- before my shows yeah. and then at night. Yeah, sometimes I'll do it So I mean shows. like if I'm in the house. He's not, he's not brushing his teeth three times. If I'm in the house. The rest of sure. If I'm in the house all day only two. Th- but yeah, I mean like I. I well, just got to get the shit out of your teeth and flossing is very. It's like, oh God, can we be done yet? If I'm going to talk to people and I've eaten a meal in between, then yes, I'm brushing again. Mm. For sure. Yeah, because sometimes you got stuff in the middle of your teeth and you're like, oh man, I didn't know that was there. And it's just exhausting to have to check. Mm-hmm. So just brush it and get it away with. Also too, you know, so you spend a lot of energy at the top of the relationship. Surprises. I love surprise. Oh, I love that. I've never had a partner that did that, but I've always dreamt of it and always assumed somebody's <laughs> about to surprise me and they never do, but that's okay because maybe my expectations are too high. Uh, but maybe channel some of that energy of like surprising her and doing spontaneous trips. That's a lot of work, a lot of energy. So morph that energy along with the way your relationship has been morphing and go, how can I be there for her now in a way that's sexy that turns her on? And I got to say, when a dude like does an errand, like when my boyfriend like washes the car for me, fills up the tank, like just like a nice tiny thing that really helps. I'm so horny. For that. I don't know. I don't know your partner, so she might not, but I guarantee it's not gonna, it's not gonna be bad. Yeah, I think sometimes men concentrate on like these like big romantic gestures, and you're not uh you don't you're not good at the little acts of service that I yeah. think women really appreciate more in the day-to-day, right? Like it's lovely to get like a nice gift or to be uh swept away to a, a romantic trip, but that own that that's not really real life. That's like a fantasy world. Yes. And I feel like men live in a fantasy world more often than women do. That's mm-hmm. why we're in bad moods. Yeah. Um because we're kind of like, oh, okay, but we're over here in the real world making the day-to-day parts of your life work. Yeah. We're doing the fucking laundry. We're cleaning. We're taking care of the kids. I mean, not me. Uh, not doing any of those things. But, <laughs> You're but in theory. Jerking off in the bathroom. In your porn. theory. Yeah. Yeah. So be, be present in the relationship. Yeah. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Wow. Okay. This one says, I put up a billboard ad to find a girlfriend. It worked. I love this energy. This is cool. See, look at these. Look, he, I'll put him in the same category. Hope you didn't meet to anybody. He's handsome. Of, yeah, he is. Of uh, fucking uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like just dudes going, I want to do this. I'm going to put myself out there and be bold. Yeah. Wow. Good for you. First of all, I love your message about, in quotes, anti-slut shaming. Why are the quotes there? Ah, sweet. I see so many of my female friends struggle with it. I've got a story for you that I think your listeners will love. Last week, I put up a billboard ad to find a girlfriend. It worked in a week? <laughs> to find a girlfriend during this pandemic. Oh, this oh, is from a while email. ago. Okay. That's how far we had to search to get a, a, a cohesive email from a man. Um, and so far I've gotten 800 applications in less than a week. Whoa. Whoa. Here's the press release I put out for more info. We can click. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Whoa, dude. It says, it says, young man put up a billboard to find a girlfriend. Leon Hendricks, a young entrepreneur from Germany. Germany. That's why. That's why you're not American. That's a, so much better. He put up a billboard in Austin, Texas, and launched an entire marketing campaign wow. to find his American dream girl. The online bachelor also offer, offers a $5,000 prize to whoever refers that's, the woman to the campaign oh. that eventually ends up becoming his girlfriend. Jesus. So far, over 700 women have applied for a virtual date with Leon after only six days of launching. As you can see, quickly after posting it on social media, the story went viral and people all over the world either loving or hating it. And then local news picked nice. up the story. Um, while the $5,000 has been a highly effective marketing tactic to get people to share it, a lot of people are outraged by it. How could a people, man do this for love? Yeah. Even though Fuck Leon off. has met some great women on online dating apps during this pandemic, he was looking for a less time-consuming way to meet women that <laughs> also helps you, him stand out. Yes, I love this. After sharing this idea with his friends jokingly, he decided to go ahead with it after finding a billboard for an exceptionally cheap price. Because if anything at all, it will be a fun story to tell his grandkids. Leon is 24 years old, and after selling his first business in 2018, Dude. he moved to the U.S. in January 2020 to start his second company in Austin. Wow. wow. Wait, it's let a me mover see and a shaker. Website's still active. Yeah, that's a mover and a shaker right oh, there. Nope. Can't be reached. He must have found his He's match. in love. He can't. He doesn't need wow. to be reached. He's in love. Wow. Yeah. Good for you, Leon. Leon, I'm proud of you. Oh my God. These guy emails are so funny. They're so short. Yeah. This next subject line, anal sex help. Yeah. On the men only episode, we read 15 emails. <laughs> on the women one, we get to like 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> barely and I'll be like then and the moon just... was in this phase and I was just like thinking and I thought back to this other question that I had and then my mom oh came home which God. put me in like this kind of a weird mood because our Christmas wasn't good together two years ago <laughs> and I love you for it listen that's the way I, I give so much detail in my therapy sessions I mean I'm taking out I have I have loose leaf that I've written yeah, on yeah, yeah. I'm taking out posters I'm taking out surveys I'm like yeah. I did a poll yeah <laughs> Oh, maybe we do think too much. I don't know. Sometimes when my girlfriend and I are having anal sex, I miss the booty hole. Oh, while like he like furiously it. pounding. Oh, oh, I see. I thought like you, you meant, hit like, the tank. I miss it. Yeah. I miss the booty hole while furiously pounding. Okay, furiously pounding an <laughs> anal. Can we just stop right there and go no to that? Ow. Furiously pounding? No. No woman. We don't have prostates up our assholes. Ooh. Guys do. So women don't like the pounding. 
I enter her vagina by mistake. Oh, what a terrible accident. Is there a product out there that we can use to tape or cover the vagina so that I could pound her booty hole like it stole something without accidentally entering her VJJ. Now, is this these one are more, like? All right, these this are is a more, prank. This feels like a prank. What I was expecting from this episode. I, I, I was expected, expecting 15 of these. No, I honestly <laughs> didn't. I, I didn't because I had high hopes for you men. But it's a, okay, it's a valid question. How do I tape my girlfriend's pussy up so I could go I'm, to pound town on truly, her asshole? One of I'm the stupidest things I've ever heard. A qu- I, uh, no, they say there's like, no bad questions or stupid questions. We found one. Well, no, this one stands with the uh, uh, the guy telling us that he could tell what a woman's vaginal lips look like by looking at her facial lips. That that's that was- that's insane. This is stupid. <laughs> I think they're two different things. One a was like a guy it. a guy being you know just out of office meds, I guess. And then this one is a person actually unintelligent and it's almost like we're being trolled okay okay but i answered your question okay so i googled tool to cover vagina during anal and your answer is a vaginal dilator and what do you know there you go (laughs) there's a lot of men that want this exact same product yeah well because i I can't believe something like that exists i can i mean i don't that's not i don't think that's the number one purpose for it but i think they're saying hey this is not what we made this for yeah but if you do love find a way but if though. you do find yourself <laughs> keep when you keep inserting your dick into the vajayjay while pounding someone during anal this could be helpful to you yeah okay you can get you We're can get heroes. a whole set for like 16.99 all Not right all angels have wings guys right so this is there you go because the thing is if he does if, well, you listen, can't go into the pussy after going into the booty exactly. because then i'm gonna get fecal fucking matter. uti fecal matter it's gonna last there. for a while yeah it's very that's very bad so also, okay, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not there, gonna chime in on the other thing. I was like, I knew there would be some kind of a vagina butt plug, is what yes. we need, and we found it. What do you yes, know? Yes, yes, yes. What do you know? Uh, okay, so how how long have we been recording? Because I know we want to go a little over an hour. Sorry, you were at an hour five. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, do we want to stop? We wanna, no, oh. I, I got to read this next one. Okay, this okay. looks juicy. Okay, <clears throat> subject line. My take on men and relationships. Ooh, take me to school. Um, Not a question, but a comment regarding your conversation about why men stay in unsatisfying relationships. I think men so easily settle since even the worst woman is better than the best man. Sorry, that's not, I I keep reading the wrong. Oh, we got a prankster. We got a bad girl. I think men so easily settle since they won't ever have to do so in any other areas of their lives. Oh, Hmm, that's insightful. That's an insightful thing, but that's a big area. Right. Because of hetero male privilege in our society, they can afford to have one area of their intimate life be, quote, just okay. (laughs) Baby boy, you just started with some honesty and I appreciate it because that's what we fucking assumed anyway. And so... This is such it's, an interesting theory. It's I love great it. Getting the yeah. truth. Women refuse to. Well, don't worry. We'll 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 throw to you in a sec, yeah. Mikey. Um, <laughs> Our resident man. Women refuse to settle because we are constantly having to deal. Wait, is this from a woman? No, but she says we. Women refuse oh, because to settle. we men because we men. No, wait, women refuse to settle because we are constantly having to deal with the bullshit of some level of oppression or lack of opportunity or discrimination or expectations to lessen ourselves. She's speaking a woman. Is this from a woman? Oh, I don't care. Oh, it's not your month. 
dude, this is men's month. Get off of our thing. I mean, maybe. Yeah. And because men are generally less invested in their internal emotional world and women tend to, she said emotional. It's definitely from a woman. Yeah. 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 Sorry, everybody. To have to take this episode with a woman's But we do have a mole. (laughs) And also, I love that this is the first theory that we were excited about. It was written by a fucking woman. Of course. We're like, oh, this is so interesting. Yeah, because a woman wrote us. God damn it. Fuck. And women tend to spend... Wait, okay. So, wait. And because men are generally less invested in their internal emotional world and women tend to spend much more energy there, it holds less importance, I'm guessing what you meant, and value to them. It's easier for them to let that be mildly unsatisfying because it's not that valuable to them to begin with. Further, I think the idea that men don't want to leave because of some caretaking slash providing responsibility is really infantilizing and demeaning to women. Uh, it puts women. Oh, lady, give me a fucking break. I don't even know what. You, I, for, wait, I'm, I I'm think con- the idea that men don't want to leave because that's what I said. Thing. And when we talked about this a few weeks right. ago, like the comfort, like leaving a relationship's harder for men because of the comfort that they get from the caretaking aspect of it. No, so, no, no, no. no. I, I what I said was that I think it's if you're if you are the one that has to leave this, the situation. Yeah. As a man, it the conflict that I think you face is that you are essentially emotionally breaking down a what like a woman that yeah traditionally you're supposed to sort of like yes. protect no 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 my therapist yeah, agrees but- with you and my therapist is a, is a straight woman she said she said men hate breaking women's hearts yes yes and that's that's the, wait, that's the easy way to say she 100 percent agree with you michael she 100 percent agree with you they do yeah then why do they do it they, they, do, they, do, they don't do it that often. So, so I think what you're talking about is they don't show up for us a lot. But like, that breaks my heart. I'm talking that's about the, like that's the indirect. Yeah, indirect. Exactly. Yeah. So they'll they'll dance around. They'll break your heart, not directly, but to directly. You're already in a relationship with someone. So they'll skirt around not getting in the relationship. But when right. they are in the relationship to say, Christina, I don't want to see you anymore. You'd have to I mean, I don't, you'd have to chop off their dick. And even then they might forgive you. Wow. Um, it puts it's the worst. It puts women in a role of needing men, and if that's how men view their female partners, are they even respecting them? Ew. Okay, so uh, well, sorry. We have a rat in the house. Yeah, yeah um, get her out of here. <laughs> hey, lady, move it over. It's men's celebration. Is this Caroline's month or is this our month? Who's Caroline? Who's Caroline? I don't know. I just imagine that was uh, the woman who wrote it. Wow, Brittany, oh, wait, let me make Stephanie, sure. pick a name. I don't know. I'm just making sure. This is, uh, uh, wait, wait, very validating. Wait, was this by a woman? Is this a woman? I don't know. I don't want to hear from a woman. Me neither. A loyal fucker feels like such a female sign off. A good positive love story. I only want to hear that from a man. I found your podcast. Whatever. Let's wrap it up by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, can't trust these emails. All the other ones were from men. They were vetted from men. You could tell from how short the emails were. Yes. And how lost they seemed. Yes. Some of them were fine. Some of them were fine. No, thank you for writing in. Even if it was, you know, two to four years ago. Yes. And, you know, let's take the time to open, like to do an open call. Male listeners, I know you exist. I know you're out there, especially during our lives. You motherfuckers be calling and texting. That's awesome. Put your feelings, put, pen to paper and by that i mean write us an email sorry about last night show at gmail.com i'd be curious like what are your th- what are your opinions on this like what are your opinions of everything that was shared what do you think about men like is it do you find that to be true if you're a straight man that you don't want to break a woman's heart yeah that's very interesting and are you relieved I mean, that we fu- found something to put in the vagina while you slam the button <laughs> can you believe <laughs> have you that finally we did found that? it you could tape her pussy hole all on a buddy go to pound town on that fart factory well i wanted to get him an answer because i just was like so scared that he was going to start putting like painter's tape and stuff on his oh, like god that'd be terrible. masking tape fucking 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Duct tape all over his girl's pussy. <laughs> uh oh. And yeah, I didn't no, think that no, was necessary. Ouchies. Yeah. Oof. Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. That's where you email us. Thank you so much. This has been Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Shaming Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary. Created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. <laughs> Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares? episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.